Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth, and welcome back to Against the Current, a The Chosen podcast. And we're back today with another episode after a live stream that just ended a few minutes ago uh, that I that I watched and I enjoyed. Um, I said that like it was a question, but I, yeah, yeah, I did enjoy it. It was it was fun. It was it was yeah, it was good. Um, so we have some stuff to talk about today. First of all. I mentioned on my Instagram at officially against the current. If you're not following, which why are you not following? That doesn't really. I mean, it's come on, guys. Um, so against the current. Uh, on my Instagram, I mentioned that I'm going to be reading off some hate comments. Now, uh, that does not mean that every day I get comments from people saying, "Wow, your your podcast stinks. It it's terrible. I despise it, and I want to." Uh, I want you to stop with the podcast. Uh, I don't get uh, questions like that every day, at all. Actually, I don't get questions like or comments like that at all. I don't have people constantly telling me that the show is bad or I'm bad or anything like that. But uh, just a few days ago, like I don't know, five days ago or something. I don't know. They've all kind of blurred together. But a few days ago, the chosen posted on their Facebook. They reposted my little fan art that I did. I did a fan art of uh, kind of taking the chosen actors' faces. And putting them on characters from the Matrix poster. I kind of that's a fun thing I like to do on my Instagram a lot of the time is kind of do these face swap type things. Take characters from the Chosen or actors of the characters from the Chosen and put them on the different people, not different people, uh, different characters from different movies. Like I've done Jesus in uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Kind of a Marvel guy, me. If you thought uh, I've mentioned that quite a few times before on the podcast, but uh, just kind of fun stuff like that. Stuff that I do mostly, you know, for. For just the laughs and the people seem to enjoy it, so I kind of you know I like to do it. Um, so the chosen decided to repost it because they liked it and they said that Dallas, uh, one of his favorite movies is The Matrix, which I mean, it's uh, one of the most classic and influential movies in Hollywood of all time. Uh, so why not? But uh, they reposted it, and I was like, oh yes, I like I, I was at a uh, Disney World when I saw that they reposted it. And I was like, yeah, that's so cool. I'm so happy. Uh, and, I, and I wasn't at all thinking about that there would be people who would not like that. And, uh, and there were already comments from people being like, oh, you're about to stir up the Pharisees. You're about to uh, make people mad. Stir up the schmules. Uh, um, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Yeah, people aren't going to get mad. I mean, it's just like a fun little fan art thing that I did that I was like, hey, look at how fun. Ha, ha, ha. Little gimmicky laugh. But no, apparently people were like, "Wow, this is um, this is heresy," and uh, <laughs> uh, now I I I proclaim I preach the same message that uh, Dallas and the crew do. None of these "quote unquote" hate comments bother me at all. Like I don't take it to heart. I don't say, "Oh my goodness, wow, I need to stop producing content because I'm such a terrible person." Uh, I don't I don't I don't take these like seriously. I'm not like, "Wow." We can disagree, and we can, you know, everyone's different. That's a great thing, and we can all have different opinions. So I'm not going to sit here all day and be like, wow, I'm such a terrible person now because I posted this, and someone didn't like it. Uh, art, is it's a piece of art, and art is subjective. There's there's objectively things that may be good or bad about about art, but art is mostly subjective. Everyone has a different opinion on it. Everyone has a different outlook. Everyone comes from different walks of life with different backgrounds, and so we can all disagree, and that's fine, and that's fun. Uh, but a few people decided to publicly call me out on my art and how terrible I did. Um, so I'm just, you know, publicly responding. And uh, it'll be fun. I'm, I, was, I was reading through a few of these, and I was like, yes, 
ecstasies of all. Some drama, some spice. This is going to be fun. I, I, I'm really, I was really looking forward to this. I was like, yes, this is going to be great. So enough of me babbling. Let's get on to some of these hate comments. I have them saved. Let's look at them. This first one. Uh, why would you post to this? My heart is broken. How will unbelievers take this? Please don't tell me to have a sense of humor. I see this as an anti-Christ message. Well, first of all, that was definitely not what I was intending. I was not saying, <laughs> look at me over here. I'm going to make a little... All you anti-Christ people out there, or what does that even mean, actually? I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, what does that mean? Are there... No, yeah, what do, I don't know. So I wasn't proclaiming this to all anti-Christ supporters or what? I don't know what that means. But this isn't an anti-Christ message by any means whatsoever. This is just for laughs. And I was like, ha, 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 look at this. Um, uh, how will unbelievers take this? Um, I think it's kind of a fun way to kind of get in unbelievers interested in the chosen, wouldn't you say? Which then, in turn, hopefully gets them interested in the Bible and in salvation. And uh, that's a great thing. So uh, I, I, I see this as a good thing, but apparently it's not. And apparently it's an anti-Christ message, which it's <laughs> definitely not intended to be. So if it turns out being an anti-Christ message, uh, that was definitely not the intention. And uh, whoops, my bad. I'm sorry that the Antichrist either comes about or uh, is aroused because of this little Matrix post that I did. So sorry about that. I'm sorry. Um, my bad, people. End times are coming because of my Matrix post. Uh, someone said, stuff like this makes me lose interest in the Chosen. Please keep the story of Jesus sacred. Um, ooh. Makes me lose interest in The Chosen. You have lost interest in the entire show because The Chosen decided that a little fan art was kind of funny. Um, all right. I mean, you know, again, everyone's different. Everyone has different opinions, so that's fine. You can go ahead and uh, stop watching The Chosen. I mean, I'm sorry, Dallas. I I'm, I'm really am. I mean, it kind of, again, yeah, the Chosen, it's The Chosen team's fault. So, it's I mean, because it's, it's not my fault. So this person, uh, Dave Bromwell, if you listen to if you listen to the podcast, by the way, Dave. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, the chosen that I made you lose. Classic against the current glitches. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm sorry that I made you lose, made you lose a follower and a and a viewer because of my little fan art, but. It was a fun laugh, you know, for most people. And again, 99% of these comments were very supportive and thanks for the laugh. This is very funny. Uh, but there were these people, some people who, who made legitimate um, arguments that I didn't re I'm not going to read those posts. I had a few that I collected that were, I guess you could say, quote unquote, hateful. Uh, but they made le legitimate concerns. And it was, it, it was definitely real, like they really... Uh, thought this so I didn't want to you know publicly call them out and be like ah look at you um, but this this is please keep the story of Jesus sacred uh, I think they're still doing that this is just kind of like a side thing it's like uh, uh, I I don't like to mix foods like uh, I, I would even get like sides and main meals on separate plates because I don't like the mixing so uh, like I, I Let's say a burger and french fries, okay? They ain't gonna touch while they're on my plate, or even while they're on separate plates, because I don't want them touching that much. Uh, fries are a side thing. The fries are definitely not a, 
affecting the burger in any way. I'm not mixing the two. I'm not putting my French fries on my burger, and I'm not taking the buns off the burger and putting them on my French fries. I don't know why I just uh, developed a southern accent. But, hey, that was pretty good. Um, Chosen is based out of Texas, so I could probably pass as a Texas burger. Uh, don't know why I developed a southern accent, but, yeah, sorry about that, Dave. Um, I'm just skip that one, actually. That one's not one. Uh, could the chosen organization allow the suggestion? <laughs> Let me start over. See, this is the problem with me reading hate comments is that I am bad with reading. Uh, could the chosen organization allow the success of the series to lose their original mission and turn into self-absorbed Hollywood want-to-bes? So disappointed. Uh, I'm sure in the live stream tonight, Dallas was still talking about how, uh, they're not a Hollywood production and they're not trying to be Hollywood with the chosen what is the chosen? Why is there a need to uh, do a faith-based show, like multi-series TV show that's free on an app that you can get on your phone, which phones might even be able to consider to be worldly objects? Because uh, I know a lot of people who don't have phones. Um, uh, why? Why is this like? This is a gateway. If you walked up to someone on the street. And I don't know, maybe try to get them to read the Bible. They've heard of the Bible. They probably heard of Jesus in there, and they might probably already be like, "Yeah, I don't really want any part of that. Thanks, but no thanks." But he said, "Hey, you like movies? You like TV, huh? How about try this uh, TV show about the Chosen called Wait, TV show about Jesus called The Chosen? Uh, it's a it's a gateway into." reading the Bible and, and accepting Jesus into their lives and that kind of thing. It's just a more accessible way for non-believers to uh, maybe be saved even. Um, if you walked up to someone and said, hey, let's take this dark and scary way to salvation or to, to your death. That sounds morbid, but listen to where I'm going with this. Stay with me here. If you said, hey, let's, uh, you're on the big wide path right now. Let's take the small narrow way through all the thorns and weed bushes and with dragons and snakes and all the scary stuff. Um, if you, uh, now I don't want to use the wide narrow path conclusion because it kind of seems like the chosen is on the wide path, which it's not. Uh, yeah, but like, you know what? That analogy doesn't work. Never mind. But it's just a more – it's a gateway. It's an easier way for non-believers to kind of get invested and in, in, in check out the show. So what was the original thing again? Oh, yeah. They're not Hollywood wannabes probably. I mean I'm not one of the chosen members. We're This podcast is anything but official, okay? All that's left is for Dallas to say out of his mouth against the current is the official chosen podcast. That's all that's left. He needs to do that actually. Dallas, if you're listening, which I think you probably are – just say it. Just say the words. Against the Current is the official chosen podcast. That would be really great. Um, I'm not one of them, but I can assure you that they're not self-absorbed Hollywood want-to-be's. Uh, anyway, next question. Do or Not question, comment. Do consider friendship with the world is enmity with God. You must have also forgotten to edit the guns with some Bibles. Now this person makes a good point. I should have. That would have been really funny, actually, to uh, take out. Because in the in the post, there are, uh, the Matrix characters are holding guns, and I switched the faces out with chosen characters. So some people were pretty frustrated with that. Um, and yeah, um, uh, which this is a very good point. I, that would actually be very funny and add to kind of the the laughability you, you could say of uh, this 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 picture. 
It would be pretty funny if they if, if they were holding Bibles instead of guns. That would be funny. Um, but I don't think this is friendship with the world, per se. Just kind of adopting some techniques that would make it, again, more accessible to people of the world. Uh, like, like, hey, you want to reach salvation. Here, take this way that only believers can take up to their... Which, I mean, the Bible by itself is meant to uh, be... Um, like, it's not like for years the Bible has not been accessible at all to unbelievers. Believers, 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 believers. Uh, um, but the Chosen is just, again, an extra tool to help believers reach, uh, become invested in the Bible more easily. Instead of the traditional way of reading the Bibles, which everyone has heard about for hundreds of years, 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 hundreds of years. I don't know why this is glitching. It always glitches out. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, like a lot of people have heard about that, and they're like, "Yeah, no, sorry, I don't really want to read the Bible. I don't want to have you preach to me." Okay, so then watch this show, and um, and uh, uh, and you can read the Bible from it if you become interested and. And it's just a way for people to say, hey, this seems pretty interesting. I, I'd like to be saved. Um, uh, so get baptized, all that great stuff. Uh, so this is not friendship with the world. The Chosen is a great show. And again, an extra tool to help believers be saved. And this is just a little side fan art that The Chosen thought was, hey, that's kind of clever, kind of funny. Let's post it, share it to all our followers. Uh, not changing the motives and beliefs of the entire show and shifting the focus of future seasons. This is just a little, uh, little kind of side thing. They're just posting on social media for fun. Hey, look at this little cool thing that someone made. Ha ha ha, isn't it funny? And there's no dual meaning here. There's no anti-Christ message. Uh, and this person, Chris, says, I was literally led to Christ by a man using an analogy from the Matrix. Let's just say I took the red pill. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you, Chris. See, this proves my point. The Matrix is definitely not a Christian thing, is it? No, I'm pretty sure the creators are uh, transgender. Like they, they, they're, they're, they're when they made the Matrix, they were the, the Wachowski brothers, and now they're quote unquote females. Definitely don't agree with that. Um, where was I placed? Oh yeah, there it is. Um, so I don't definitely don't agree with that on any level whatsoever. And the Matrix is is definitely not an analogy for Christianity, but. You can take that and you can say, hey, this idea of a story of someone, of a chosen one who rises up and saves everyone from this from this uh, um, simulated world that they've been living in, that they don't know it, but they've been living in this world that's not real. And they need to awaken from the Matrix or from their sin, as you can say. And uh, this kind of storytelling that's used in the Matrix is deeply rooted in all of us because it's real. It's something that's happening in our everyday life. So to say that and say, hey, this is why the Matrix is probably so impactful, that's an unbeliever would look at that and say, hmm, maybe you're right. That's how C.S. Lewis literally got converted by J I J I J I J I J I J I J I J by J R R Tolkien. That's how he got converted to the 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 was Tolkien using this analogy. So. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> nothing gets so worked up about people. So I, I, uh, it's kind of sad when Christians always feel the need to add the world into Christianity. God tells us we are separate from the world. Does it matter if it's a joke or not? There's a reason for it. And I think they're meant to say there's not a reason for it. 
Um, and this is not as much adding the world into Christianity, but more adding Christianity into the world. Wait, is that that doesn't sound wrong, does it? Like theologically, I don't think it does. Does it? Does um, just showing it to the world in an unconventional way that makes you kind of go, "Hey, wait a minute." The like a Bible show with the Matrix. Hold on a second. Let me check that out. That's different. That's new. That's interesting. That's fresh. Uh, let me check that out. So uh, an unbeliever who's just walking across the street, or uh, in this case, walking across their Facebook page, look at it and go, "Hey, what is that? I want to check that out because that's new. That's fresh. That's different. That's interesting. Doesn't mean it's bad. Just means that it's something different from what you've seen before. And again, that's not a bad thing." Um, not again! This is not good. Why they compare the chosen actors in this saga? I think you're saying chosen to the actors in this saga, which this is not. This is just a fun little face replacement. And I uh, usually when I do, you know, face swaps for different franchises and that kind of thing, I usually look at which personality best suits the chosen characters and other characters in other franchises, that kind of thing, or like a dynamic between two different characters. Uh, but here I haven't. This is from the Matrix resurrections which is the fourth matrix movie i only saw the first one and i didn't see any of the others and i've heard that the new one is pretty bad so <laughs> i didn't even see the new one uh so i didn't even know who half these characters are so i didn't even know but um uh, not comparing just saying haha look little fun uh fan art and then this person just said cringe which is excuse me i worked pretty hard on this like this took me like i don't know two three hours to make and uh, I don't think it's cringy, but if you think it's cringy, then go right ahead. I mean, yeah, pretty cringy, huh? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I worked pretty hard on it, so I don't know what to tell you. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This I like this one. Hold on. We're almost done. We'll get to the live stream in a little bit and like a few questions. Uh, to Dallas Jenkins, please consider your motives when posting these humorous photos. Are they really in line with what Jesus was all about? This one in particular. Jesus never used his power in a grandiose way. In fact, he told people not to tell anyone what he did. Also, your use of guns is so, so against Jesus' stance of turning the other cheek. I just am astonished that this was even taken seriously as humorous, let alone released under your leadership. I was a huge fan of The Chosen, but now I'm seriously considering watching further. Again, I'm sorry, Chosen team, that I have lost you follower. I feel, I feel kind of bad. But then again, I don't. Um, Dallas, what are your priorities? Jesus' message or people-pleasing? Please go back to the simplicity of Jesus' words, not man's interpretation. Um, I think that Christianity does not please a lot of people. People don't like to be told, hey, you're a sinner, you're in need of Jesus, repent from your sin, uh, and, and change your whole life around to follow Jesus. That doesn't please a lot of people, especially if they're, you know, already older they believe something for multiple years of their life they don't like to be told that uh so i think you gotta eh, i was about to say you gotta please the people in order to show them the gospel but i don't think that's true the point is that it's not people pleasing but um just having this as a fun way to say hey again this is something new this is something different kind of piques your interest piques your imagination to say hey i want to check that out uh I also like the part when they say, I am astonished that this was even taken seriously as humorous. Seriously as humorous. That sounds pretty counterintuitive right there. Seriously as humorous. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you do you, I guess. You guys are or You guys are dangerously close to going off the rails. Let's have some respect for the original purpose of this show. 
Not sure how this brings glory to God. Um, I don't think this is anything against the original purpose of the show, which is to give you the authentic Jesus in a new and different way. So this is just an extension of that, giving you, piquing your interest, saying, hey, come check out the authentic Jesus. We do cool Matrix fan arts because we have such cool fans, a.k.a. me. I know I'm patting myself on the back, but hey, I'm such a cool fan. You know what I mean? Um, let's have some respect for the original purpose. Yeah, this is not, this is an extension of the original purpose of the show, which is do something new, something different, something fresh. This is something new, something different, something fresh. So, no, I don't think it's a, I think they're still respecting the original purpose of the show. Um, and again, they're not comparing, The Chosen is not comparing my little fan art and the Matrix character. I'm not comparing these actors to the actors in the Matrix. Everyone loves Keanu Reeves, but everyone does also love Jonathan Rumi as well. So, I mean, you know, uh, not that this is a battle or anything. Again, we're not comparing them, but hey, I, if uh, Keanu Reeves and Jonathan Rumi ever got into a fight, never mind. I'm not going to answer that. Um, I'm not sure if this brings glory to God. Okay. Uh, this is disrespectful. I've seen... Uh, no, never mind. Uh... This is what the this is what is wrong with the church. Always trying to be like the world. Not a good look for the chosen. Makes me wonder if the chosen is straddling the fence with the world. Can't decide which side they want to be on. I think the chosen is pretty clear which side they want to be on. Especially after tonight's live stream, you can be assured of that. Uh, this is just again just a little fan art saying, "Hey, ha ha ha! Doesn't this isn't this a little funny?" Uh, you're crossing over into dangerous territory with this. It makes me doubt the original intent and purpose of the chosen. I'll be our last one. I'm, I'm done reading these. Um, <laughs> let's, because we want to move on to fun, some fun stuff. You guys are probably like, oh my goodness, when's he going to move on? Which I totally agree. Um, uh, makes me doubt the original intent purpose of the show. Uh, again, this is not, this is an extension of the original intent purpose of the show. Um, and if you don't like the Matrix, then that's fine. But it's, it's not saying that the Chosen is going to become the Matrix. Like, we're not... Jonathan Rumi is not going to get out or stop bullets with his hand or Simon isn't going to get out a machine gun and start shooting people down. Uh, this is just a fun little fan art that the Chosen saw and went, hey, you know, this is kind of fun. Uh, and then decided to share it with their fans. Say, hey, maybe you'd like this too. And again, 99% of the comments did think it was funny. They liked it. They did, you know, all the stuff. So uh, I'm not too bothered by any of these comments. Just wanted to address these. I thought it was kind of fun. I was like, yes, some some spice, some heat up in here. And if you did see uh, over the past week, Dallas and Amanda did post a video reacting to hate comments, which I thought was pretty funny. I really enjoyed that video. I watched it like three times. <laughs> I love stuff like this. I love bloopers from movies. I love mistakes that you can catch even in the movie itself. I love this kind of like hate comments, all this, you know, drama stirring up the water. I, I really enjoy this kind of thing. So if you enjoyed this, then uh, I'll try to find some more hate comments because I really like reading through these. They're kind of funny to me. Uh, so uh, tell me if you want that. Email me at podcastagainstthecurrent at gmail.com uh, because that's really the only way you can contact me unless you want to direct message me on Instagram at officiallyagainstthecurrent or message me on Facebook, I guess, at Eli Hollingsworth. Again, I'm on Facebook now. And now I'm more active on Facebook. I do stuff. I'm in chosen fan club groups, Facebook groups, whatever those are. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm gaining traction on there. So Let's talk about the live stream tonight. Dallas started off the live stream talking about the app, and uh, this this live stream was was uh, I don't know if I want to say melancholy, but uh, it was a little bit. Um, Dallas 
mostly asking for help, which is great. By the way, guys, do you like my new hairstyle? I mean, you, those of you can see me on Spotify. I know that not many of you listen on Spotify, which, come on, get with the time. Spotify is – I listen on Spotify, not to my own podcast, of course, uh, but to, like, other podcasts and music and stuff. Spotify is amazing. Listen on Spotify. Uh, but most of you listen on Apple Podcasts, so you won't be able to see me. But if you listen on Spotify, that is an extra little added benefit that does take me a lot of sweat and hard work. So appreciate it. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So the app. Did you guys like my new hairstyle? It's, uh, those of you can see me on Spotify. I kind of I kind of like it. People are a little mixed, some of my friends. You know, kind of the, the, the split down the middle. Um, I enjoy it. Anyway, uh, Dallas is, you know, asking for help. They're... They're trying to get things moving. There's there's a lot of stuff that they got to do, which is great. You know, we're, we're excited for season three and uh, excited to see what comes next. But Dallas gave away a lot of little tidbits. A lot of little tidbits. Again, that sounds counterintuitive. Uh, Dallas gave away a few things in this live stream that uh, I don't think he quite caught, but I did. And <laughs> going to break it down, boys and girls. Uh, so season three, he's pressing concerns with season three, that kind of thing. Yada, yada, yada. Um, then we had Sean, which I could never pronounce his name, but, uh, now I can, Sean. There we go. Got confirmation from the man himself. Uh, Sean, a.k.a. Smule, he wants to talk to Jesus, and Dallas says that there may be a scene where Sean talks to Jesus, or Shmuel talks to Jesus, and he's not yelling at him. He's, he, uh, he says that it'll tailor more to Sean's acting ability, and that it won't be as cliche, which means that we'll be getting a little bit more depth from Shmuel. We'll be seeing another side of him, which I think is going to be Shmuel going to Jesus, maybe asking him about his, like maybe Shmuel getting a redemption arc, which would be very cool to see. I highly doubt it, but because uh, I've been terrified of Shmuel since he first showed up, what a what a scary guy. Um, maybe we'll see him get a redemption arc. That would ease my heart a lot because I know that Sean's a great guy, and uh, uh, I I really don't want to hate him. And have him be the cause of Jesus' downfall. And if this is a... What if this is a fake-out redemption arc? Oh, that would be even worse. They say, hey, look at Shmuel. He's coming around. Hey, he, he might even, you know, join Jesus. And then he gets even more mad, and that's why Jesus gets crucified. That would be terrible. I don't want that. But it might happen. Who knows? The Chosen is now on Roku. Andrew, Noah James, a.k.a. Andrew, did a little video discussing on how to find the Chosen on Roku, which Andrew's... Noah is a great guy, very funny, very goofy. Um, what a great guy. Um, so there's we're gonna get he uh, brings on <clears throat> he brings on Jordan Ross, aka Little James, uh, one of the twelve disciples, and uh, he talks about how Little James is gonna get a little more on his limp, which uh, we we heard before that that's gonna be a bigger part of season three, and especially the parts when. Jesus is sending the disciples out to do miracles. Uh, little James asks Jesus, why haven't you healed me? Um, or why can't I heal myself or something like that? It'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll get to see the progression of his character and get more of little James, which I've been asking for since like season one, uh, because we don't get to see very much of him. And he's, uh, James, he's known as James the Lesser, but hopefully he'll rise up and become his own James persona. Uh, which he already is, you know, he already has a distinct personality, but we don't get to see much of him, which is sad. Uh, what's next? Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I keep doing these breaks, I'm like, oh, what's next? But uh, I have all my notes right here. 
Uh, his says favorite scene is season two, episode one, where he's with uh, Thaddeus, aka Giovanni, Cairo, and George Xanthus, Harrison Xanthus. Again, I'm terrible with pronunciation. Uh, and he says that that's his favorite scene where he's like, um, uh, I miss him, and it's like it's like their friend's funeral, that kind of thing. Um, and his favorite thing about playing disciple is that James is not well known. He's kind of the first little James per se, as I said before in the Bible TV show, which is probably the most popular TV show about a Bible project since or the, before the chosen. Uh, the disciples were all known as just kind of one collective character, the disciples, and the only one that could disturnish is Simon Peter and maybe you know Thomas because he is bald and he has the biggest mustache on the planet. Uh, said this before. Uh, so that's, that's a little bit more what, like those are the only two that are distinctable, but the rest are just completely, you know, nameless. They're just there. They don't do anything. They're just, uh, and little James definitely falls into that category. We don't really know. Like, I didn't even know that little James existed, um, before this. So it's definitely great to see like Jordan Ross is kind of the first little James. I know little James was there in the Bible TV show, but also he kind of wasn't. So uh, it's great to see him and kind of honing that little James essence that we all want from him. Uh, and then we get a little video about construction with Kristen Lagore, Chris, Chris, Kristen Lagore. I think that's how you say it. Uh, and Tad, who is a construction guy. And guess what? Guess what, guys? I don't know if you guys caught this. You probably did. Maybe you did. But uh, he says that we're going to be building uh, over here. We're going to be building Gaius's house and Andrew's house. He, those are the two that he ended up. Guys, this is per. Blah, blah, blah. I almost said something that bad. Not good. Uh, this is further proving the theory that Gaius is going to have a bigger part as maybe the, the centurion who ha ha needs to have his son healed by Jesus. The healing of the centurion or the Roman official or whatever he's called, his son who's sick and almost dying and Jesus heals him well, not even being there. This could be a part of that because we're getting Gaius's house. Why is that such a big deal? Because Gaius is kind of like a side character. And I, it's probably one of those things that where they're building the world out and you probably don't see it on screen. It could be one of those. Just to, like in uh, Aladdin, they had this whole idea for the city of Agrabah to be uh, kind of this hierarchy of 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 financial success with the people. The people who are more financially successful, rich, uh, they live closer to the palace. And as you get farther and farther away from the palace and get to the arts outskirts of the city, uh, th that's where all the poor people live and that's where Aladdin lives in the Disney 1992 animated film Aladdin. If you haven't seen it, it's my favorite movie of all time. If you're like, what? Uh, we can talk about that more later. But... Um, and you wouldn't even know that if you didn't watch the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff where the directors talk about what kind of their ideas for the architecture and the look and the style of the movie was. Uh, so it might be one of those instances because you never learn that in the movie. You never like, oh, yeah, Aladdin lives on the outskirts and he lives in there and the rich people live closer to the city. Uh, could be one of those instances where Gaius's house is there, but we never see it and they never talk about it. But I think it's going to be pretty important because that's where his son will be and that's where Jesus heals him without even being there. It's... Something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind. Uh, got my chosen fan nerd theory head spinning. Um, if you don't know what I just said, neither do I. So take comfort in that. 
Uh, they're building the sound stage. We're almost done with construction, which is good because we need to start filming season three if we want it to be out, people. Um, <laughs> shows take lots of time and hard work to create. I get that. I'm not. I'm not like in your season out now. Uh, and it, <laughs> like on the uh, on the when when the chosen was collecting questions, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do a Q and A with Dallas. What questions do you want to see?" Still, people ask, when is season three coming? I saw one person that is season three out now. Which, excuse me? Uh, I mean, you know, no, no offense to these people. They probably don't have the time or energy or, or engagement to look at this and say, hey, I'm going to keep up with everything the Charles has. I watch every single live stream because a lot of people don't like Dallas, and that's fine. Uh, I know that I didn't like Dallas for a while. Sorry, Dallas. You're a great guy. I love you, but... Uh, I know a lot of people are turned off by Dallas, and so they're like, I don't want to watch the live streams. I don't want to keep up. But it's the best way to keep up with Chosen News. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, people are like, it's season three. It's season three out now? What are you talking about? Um, so what was I even talking about? Uh, construction is almost done. So, it's, I mean, it takes a long time. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of people working together, uh, which is hard because everyone wants to just do it by themselves. Um, because we're all sinful and we all fall, and so we all we all have this sinful desire where we're like, yes, I want to do everything. Teamwork is hard, okay. Um, there's no you in teamwork. There's only, there's not even us. Even never mind. Um, it takes a lot of hard work to make a show, especially like The Chosen, when you don't have a big Hollywood budget to just kind of do everything you want, like in Marvel movies where they. They probably have too much money that they have to add in all this unnecessary CGI because uh, they have too much money that they have to, like, okay, well, the, uh, we want to have the same amount of money next time, so why don't we just spend the rest of the money on unnecessary CGI? Like, there's scenes where they're in an apartment, and it's they're on a green screen. They're not really there, and there's, it's just like, what? Why? Um, so... With the chosen, it's, they don't have the luxury of money or time or lots of time or a studio like insuring. Yes, yes, like a multi-trillion-dollar company like Disney. Like, oh yeah, sure, whatever you want, we'll do it as long as it makes money. Uh, they don't have that insurance, so they have. This is a lot of people working hard, and it takes a lot. So, uh, pray for them. And the people who are like, it's season three, I'll go. Um, it would really, I, I think it's, it's really a testament of your, uh appreciation for what they do if you actually tune in pay attention stay updated that kind of thing because uh, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of people to make these shows so uh then dallas brings on james james jim cunningham uh who is the production designer for uh, the Chosen, and for Dallas's very first short film, and for projects after that, and it was Dallas's college roommate. Um, he designs the look of the show. Production designer sees, you know, he oversees the look. He designs things. He designs the production. Pretty straightforward, huh? Well, they really were clever when they named that one. Um, so he says the toughest thing he's done is the miracle of the fish, which they still talk about that to this day. I mean, that must have been a really hard thing to do because people in Dallas still talks about. Well, by the way, here look at this. This is on my desk, and I it keeps bothering me because it's like it's just laying there. But look at this. I got the chosen calendar. Here it is. Uh, looks pretty cool, huh? I I don't use calendars, but why did I get it? Because it was like there was a discount on the chosen. And I was like, hey, let me get the calendar. 
And uh, in February, for Valentine's Day, they have Valentine's Day marked as, uh, I don't know if you guys can see that. Sorry, I don't know if you guys can see that, but they have Valentine's Day marked as February 20th for whatever reason. Uh, and I was like, yes, I have to get that because I have to see that for myself so I can laugh at Dallas Ford. <laughs> why did you make such a mistake, man? Um, so just know that that's there. That's why that's there. And it also just, I want to have, I want to show my appreciation. I want to, you know, give the money and stuff. So uh, that's why that's there. It's been bothering me. And if you're like, if you're wa- listening on Spotify, and this is for people who see on Spotify. So sorry for people who, don't, who can't see me. But if you've been seeing this in the background and wondering what is that uh that's the chosen calendar i have the chosen calendar how uh, congratulations to me um so james says the toughest thing he's done is the miracle of the fish uh and they still talk about that to this day so it must have been a very and he thinks that his best set is the pool of bethesda uh which was a very cool scene and i thought i like from the season two trailer the first trailer when they showed the pool of bethesda i was like wow that's a really cool set uh that's pretty cool and i thought that the water reflecting the um the like walkways and stuff i was like whoa that's a huge set but no it was like half as big as i thought it was going to be from the trailers and that's fine and it still looks really great i i that's probably one of the best sets that was designed um for the show and they plan on reusing a lot of sets from season two in season three um which is pretty common uh they're using fatina's house sets uh the catacombs the mary's bar James says that his biggest concern is time, and he's not controlling everything. Uh, so he's, he's, he's pretty concerned about that kind of thing. So, Jim, love you, man. If you're listening, you probably aren't, but uh, if you are, great job. Chosen production sets are very well done. Um, <clears throat> he says his favorite scene is season two, episode four, which is a pretty common episode. And the more I watch it, the more I think about it, the more I like it. I think I dogged it pretty hard on my episode. I didn't dog it, but I was just kind of like, yeah. Uh, which I don't know if I agree with that now, because my you gotta know this about me, guys. My opinions are constantly changing with every second. The next five minutes, I could say, well, episode four stinks. Uh, so keep that in mind about me. It's very uncertain with my opinion. So uh, if you ever are like, wow, why did you think this about this? Then uh, ask me, and I'll probably maybe have a different answer, or I'll tell you why I thought that. If I didn't explain it well on uh, when I first said it, uh, so uh, someone asked. So then we get more Q and A with Kristen and Dallas, and someone asked, "Will we be seeing more of the little children uh, grown up in or not grown up? Will we be seeing more of them in future seasons?" And Dallas said, "Probably not, because uh, child actors. What a joy! Child actors are probably one of the most difficult things for movies to work with. If you guys have seen the Disney feature animated film Sword in the Stone, you probably at least heard of it." Uh, did you know that for the main voice of the main character, Arthur, or Wart, I think they call him in the movie, he had three different voice actors. And if you didn't know that, it's probably because you weren't paying much attention to the movie because it is so painfully obvious. Two of them are, like, twins or brothers or something, so it kind of makes sense. And they're and it's like either one of they are or one, the other kid is the director's son, so it's like, oh, okay. But they because the kids matured, then they had to get new kids and another kid because apparently the other one matured so it's like oh my goodness three different voice actors for one character it's so like oh yeah that kind of blends really well that works fine it's so painfully obvious in one scene literally he goes uh merlin merlin and then he goes merlin like his voice drops within two seconds and it's laughably funny um so 
child actors are a pain because they're right around the age, like 10, 11, 12, where their voices drop. Like they hit puberty. Puberty is probably the biggest enemy of, of child actors because it's like one minute you're like, ah, happy go lucky, la, 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 la. Like you, 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 it's, it's, it's a pain. So uh, it's sad that we won't be seeing those children again. It would be fun, but I guess we're not. So how sad. Your larynx just gets too big sometimes, you know? Did you know that that's why your voice is deeper? It's because the size of your larynx. Did you know that? I learned that, like, recently, and I was like, oh, my goodness, that's pretty cool. Um, so, <clears throat> where are we? Uh, are we going to see more Sermon on the Mount? Is what someone asked. Dallas said yes, but we already knew that because in the against the current community, we stay on top of things. We're not lazy. We don't get behind. We're not like, oh, yeah, maybe we see Sermon on the Mount. No, we already knew that because we, I, I, I have pictures on my devices of Jesus preaching the Sermon on the Mount that we did not see in the episode. It's season two, episode eight. So we know that there's going to be more Sermon on the Mount stuff. Um, and it was smart of them to already film it while they had the 2,000 people there. Um, so we already knew that one. Dallas wants to visit other colleges besides Liberty University, which would be cool. Maybe if I ever go to college, which won't be too long from now, like four or five years. The shows will probably be done by then, but uh, Dallas, come meet me. I'll probably have already, you know. Never mind. Um, so, um, that he wants to... And then someone asked about how do you do the accents for the chosen, and Dallas is going, "Oh yeah, we have a specific name for it. We go, uh, it's the dialect." And I think I was probably the only person who was watching the live stream that was literally shouting at the screen, "Dialect coach! It's called a dialect coach, Dallas," um, because I know what that is. Because uh, you know, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, I, I I'm a huge film nut. I love to study film and all things about film, so. I had already known about a dialect coach, and so I was like, dialect coach. It's a dialect coach, Dallas. Uh, and then he finally said it. So I beat him to the punch, and I was pretty proud of that fact. Um, just because he blanked for a second. You know, he's on a live stream. He's all stressed, and he's texting on the live stream. Very unprofessional of you, Dallas, uh, which I'm not one to talk because I've done pr plenty of unprofessional things here on Against the Current. But, hey, I mean, you know, he's got a Colin. I wish I had Colin. You know what? Colin. Just come work for me. I, I'm much. I. 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 I'll give you better hours than Dallas. Like, come on, man. I need you. I need you. I'm just doing all this by myself. <laughs> come on, Colin. Uh. I'm just kidding. Colin can stay where he is. He's a great guy, and he does great stuff for the chosen live streams. But I mean, when it's just you know your own little fourteen, soon to be fifteen. My birthday is a, a week from t tomorrow. March 7th, so uh, make sure to... I wish myself happy birthday. Happy birthday, Eli. Thanks, Eli. Um, but, uh, like, 14, soon to be 15-year-old. Um, just kind of like, you know, whatever. I'm probably not the most appealing boss ever. I'd probably be a pretty cranky boss, who knows. Um, come work for me, Colin. Yeah, so then someone asked, do the chosen actors have contractual obligations to come back to every season? And the uh, answer is, it's complicated. You guys have seen the live stream. You know what Dallas said. Um, why isn't the Bible more descriptive? Well, I thought this was a very good question. Uh, something that kind of the chosen gets you wondering, like, why isn't the Bible more descriptive about certain things? Never says Jesus smiled. Never says what kind of clothes the disciples or anyone wore. Um, and I think that that's a very good question, and Dallas gave a very good answer. Uh, will we be seeing more of Lazarus in Season 3? I'm pretty sure Dallas... Already spoiled this one, you see. Oh, wait, no. Uh, no! 
He did already spoil this. And he, in the last stream, he was like, I don't know if we'll be seeing more Lazarus in season three. Um, but around the time when the chosen, Christmas of the Chosen, the Messengers, was coming out, when the Chosen was posting pictures of Lazarus and saying, hey, there's this new mystery character going to show up in the Messengers. Can you guess who it is? I was thinking it was Luke, uh, but it was Lazarus. Dallas actually said we're going to be seeing a lot more of this character in season uh, three. So in season three, yeah. So so uh, Dallas has already slipped up on that one. And uh, if you're not a nerd like me, you probably missed that one. But uh, well, most of you are pretty good nerds, so that's good. Um, and by the way, nerd. When I say nerd, I say it as kind of like a, a respectful thing. Well, in my definition of nerd, I know there's different definitions. Some of them are sketchy. But um, my definition of nerd is someone who has it was it was enough of a person has enough of a brain and IQ to actually be interested in something to where they're quote unquote nerdy about it. Uh, to me, that's a like utmost respect coming from me that you're actually interested in something enough to be nerdy about it. Like that's pretty cool. A lot of people are not nerdy. Like a lot of people are like, oh MCU Marvel movies done. And I'm like yeah, but do you know anything about Marvel or or just or Disney even like are are you are you just coming to Disney because it's a trend, or do you actually like Disney like something to think about like this, oh yeah here let me take a picture with my Mickey uh you uh you uh you uh you uh you maybe give me a few more followers uh and then they don't have no idea about Disney whatsoever so uh if I say hey nerd nerds is a nerdy community nerdy community nerdy community nerdy Community, 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 community. Why? Yeah, again, we have the best glitches though, right? When they do happen. Um, it's hard to work with people of different faiths. Dallas says no. Um, we're almost done, people. Let's make it through. Make it through. Make it through. Uh, he says the most normal shot is the miracle of the fog and the wonder, which we've talked about many times before. Uh, and then someone asked, how do you know that this was your calling in your life? He said that wa he watched a movie with Jack Nicholson in it. Um, and then 10 years later, he knew God was leading him to a faith-based form of, of movies. And uh, someone asked, how's your family just into Texas weather? And he said, well, and I think there were a few more questions, 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 a few more questions. And then we got a nice little video of a little montage of a recap of uh, 2021. Unfortunately, they didn't feature, uh, when was it, like June or July, which is when Against the Current podcast started. They didn't mark that on their little uh, montage thing. I noticed that. Uh, you know, I'll forgive and I'll forgive and forget. They just leave things out sometimes. You know, they just forget. They're overworked. They're over budget. It's, it's hard working conditions. So I'll, I'll, I'll forgive them this time, but um, next time they better be on it. I'm just kidding. Again, unofficial chosen podcast. I'm just a fan here. Talk about the show that I love. Um, maybe one day it'll be official, but as of right now, it's not. So that's completely fine. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure we're the only chosen podcast right now. I think there might be a few others, but as a stand, like currently running and in business, I think we're the only one guys. So high five all around to all of you. Um, and pretty happy, you know, cause like I do, I have like five podcasts that I'm a part of right now. I just love making podcasts to talk about things because I have a lot to talk about. So um, pretty happy that I can be, you know, the chosen podcast. Um, it's 
pretty makes me pretty happy. Uh, so I liked that video. I thought it was a very good video, and the live stream itself was very good as well. So hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode because I know that I enjoyed making it. Kind of is blood, sweat, and tears, as always. But it's fun, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, while I'm crying and, and pouring my heart out. These are late night, guys. It is uh, 11.13 p.m. where I am in SoFlo, uh, which is pretty troublesome because it is Sunday night, so tomorrow I have school. Got to wake up early at like 7 o'clock. Uh, and I like to get sleep. I love my sleep. So thank you guys for tuning in as always. You guys are great. You're amazing. We all love The Chosen. We all are huge fans of it, and uh, we're all very excited to see where they go next. And um, I know I am. Uh, so thank you to Dallas. Thank you to the crew. Thank you to everyone who, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you very much. And uh, second of all, thank you to all of you who have worked on The Chosen for bringing such an amazing show to all of us fans and unbelievers, as we shared in the hate comment section. In new and unconventional and different ways, being creative is very hard, I know, because um, I'm speaking from experience. Being creative is very hard. It takes a lot of energy to continually be creative. Um, and thank you guys so much for bringing the show. And thank you guys, listeners, so much for listening to my podcast, my little fan podcast about a show that I love uh, and that I know that you guys probably love too. So uh, tune in next time. I don't know what we'll be doing or when we'll be doing it, but uh, stay around. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Officially Against the Current. Follow me on Facebook at Eli Hollingsworth. Um, just wherever, yeah, I'll, I don't know when I'll see you next, but it'll be soon. So remember, I'm going to steal this from Dallas, guys. Ready? This is amazing. I'm going to steal this from Dallas. It's not your job to feed the 5,000. It is only to provide the loaves and fishes. These are my loaves and fishes. See you later.